Hi, welcome to Guilds of the North, the Geeks of the North Guild Ball spin-off, I guess. Uh, I'm your uh, substitute host, Steve Gagné, and I'm, jo- uh, I'm joined tonight with uh, special co-host Kevin Stewart, hello. Mr. Mr. Guild Ball Zone. Hello, hello. I, I interrupted your introduction of me, so I'm sorry. Um, oh, it's okay. I, I didn't get a huge momentum on that, and I was kind of trying to improvise and do something it's okay. Witty. You did a great job. I have high heels to, uh, no, not high heels, but uh, big shoes to fill because uh, I'm uh, re- replacing Paul, who's the uh, usual host of these. So I think you're doing okay. I think it'll be fine. So it's been a while we've recorded something for Gilval because. Honestly, it's been a while. Something happened in the world of Guild Balls. It's kind of been a quiet couple of months. It's almost like some big event on the schedule is kind of missing right now. <laughs> don't know what that would be, but maybe like uh, end of the year event. I don't know that what that would sound like. Some sort of a con, convention. maybe. Something like that. Some sort of heated gas. I, I, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But. Because usually it was around that uh, time frame, right? Yeah, yeah. So SteamCon, obviously. It's usually yeah. traditionally been held in November, I think. In UK. Uh, yeah. Um, last year's was the first week of November. Second weekend of November. Uh, this. And then, yeah, it's usually about there. Um, SteamCon US was obviously before it last year. The year before that, it was after it. Um, but yeah, no SteamCon this year. I I mean, honestly, until they can put on a good show, I don't expect them they're, to put on a show. Uh, yeah, they're better not doing anything than the uh, poor experience that uh, people had in the UK last year. It was not good. So, you know, fingers crossed. I'm not going to relitigate that, but, <laughs> you know, fingers crossed that they can put it together. Um and that it's an enjoyable event for people to go. Yeah. Uh, but a couple of things uh, got released, though, in uh, Gale Ball. We got, um, since we last recorded, there was a... The Brewers are released at the end of the month yep. with some minor rescald. Yeah, that's the standard um, repack in resin. Well, the biggest rescald in there is that finally... Uh, Hooper and Tapper will be more easily yeah. <laughs> distinguishable like on the table. Which one's top. wearing a hat? Yeah, um, exactly. They they both have long staff. Mm. One has a hook, the other one doesn't. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see when they're not painted. So yeah, yeah. But now they look different enough that I think it shouldn't be a problem. It won't be an issue. Um, and we also got the Masons. Mm-hmm, they are that out. got that got out. Well, Alchemist, we talked last time, but I received my Alchemist. So. I think they're... I, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the, the, the quality is the same uh, resin quality as we saw from uh, the Rookies, so it's really excellent. couple of mold lines here and then there, but not that much flash, and they fit really nice, and they were quite a breeze to, uh, to assemble. Yeah, so it's I, good I, that I, they please. finally got a vendor that can you know, do do a good job with their resin because it's taken a while. Um, yeah, I for th- the previous half, it's still not resolved. But this half, I mean, 
we get what we've we've got to give give them credit where it's due because mm-hmm. so far the Nova announce uh, announcement timeline has been respected. Yeah, that's true. Um, because the engineer are as well on pre-order and available at the end of the month. So yep, and uh, that would put us on track for. I think what's next month? I think there's nothing in December, as far as I remember, and then Union and Order as the last two. Yeah, for uh, January, February, and the uh, Ram on right. March. So hopefully, somewhere in there, they can start backfilling those things that didn't get released. Um, we'll see what their priorities are. I hope it's those three captains that haven't been released. Yeah, because some teams are. Because uh, now I'm playing Alchemist, so I want to play something else than Midas from time to time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as someone who played a lot of Alchemists um, in Season 3 and at the beginning of Season 4, Smoke has just really fallen off. Um, it's well, kind of... It's more boring to play. It is. She's not exciting, but there's a certain, like... You know, there's an appeal to playing a game of control. Like, you know, there are teams in this, you know, in this game that are more controlling than others. You know, um, and there are control captains that have done very well and are doing very well recently. Like uh, Pete. I mean, Pete is great. So, yeah, let's put that. I mean, Pete's a great player, uh, but he won um, second wind with Steeljaw. Um, people have been doing really well with Steeljaw. Steeljaw is not a proactive captain. Um, you no, uh, I, I cannot play Steel Jaw anymore in Montreal in friendly games because people don't want to play her anymore. Yeah, she's not super friendly. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's the game, right? Like, you know, not everything. It's the problem with control, right? Like, you know, I don't want to go off on a whole tangent, but control is this kind of... It's a game that's kind of rewarding, that rewards you playing this slower pace, that rewards you for... Just in general, not Thinking letting you, yeah, not letting your opponent do things. Um, yeah, and, and it's fun sometimes. Well, mostly it's fun for you, but of less for fun them. So right, but that's the problem because it's like some people like that. And it's really hard to be like, it's no fun for my opponent. So as someone who's playing it, you're like, I enjoy this but my opponent doesn't enjoy this. You're in this kind of strange place where you're like, how do I play this in a way that makes everyone have fun? It's really hard with some captains. And I think smoke to bring it back around is one of those captains. It's really hard to play in a way that's fun for everybody. Yeah. It's really more about the laying down the OEs and st- and being a more, a bit more standoff. Yeah. Captain, just so. like putting conditions on everyone. But and then infuse, yeah. kill, rinse and repeat. Yeah, but at this point, also, it's kind of like Midas is legendary. Just also puts conditions on everyone, and then it just go score. <laughs> like so, it's like it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, uh, I, and now I can relate to Midas a bit because I've been uh, since I got my Risen Alchemist team. I've been playing with them uh, for a while, so and I really enjoy them. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to enjoy them right now um, because Veteran Catalyst is very, well, he's, he's very he's, good. Let's put it that way. Um, he's too much. Yeah. Honestly, let, let's let's be honest and not, not kid ourselves. He's like 
pre-nerf Cena good. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I still think and, that the team that Cena at the beginning of Season 4 had around her was a little better than Alchemists are now um, at fighting. So when you're playing that team, you were leaning a little more into fighting. Now when you're playing Midas, you're really aiming to get those two goals, which is not actually that hard with that team. Oh, no, it goes really fast. I mean, just with a couple of condition, fulmination on Midas, then he's going to taxi his way up to the goal, uh, dragging another player, then double dodging on the last thing, or do a where they go, and you got so much movement with him. I mean, and it's all non-linear movement, so he doesn't yeah. really care about melee zone and stuff Not like that. Really. And f- four eight kick, pr- or he's just or he's just well. gonna bring someone back to his team where they can all beat on it, and then yeah. Crucible or Vitriol or Cami can go score a goal. So. Yeah, it's, and it's it's one of yeah, those thing, things where that team is so split brained between what it does with smoke and what it does with Midas, um, that you kind of end up in this thing where you've got these really strong goal scorers, but they don't mesh well with smoke's controlling style of play, which means they shouldn't be good at fighting. But then Vet Cat lets you do all of the powerful fighting in one model, so you can. It's like, have you ever played Magic? Yes, I did. So when you play Magic, like there's often a talk of like, oh, you want to splash in these colors. So you're like, you're playing a primarily one color deck, and then you will put a few cards from another color in. Um, and usually there's a cost to doing a splash, a cost to going into a different style of play to benefit the overall power of your deck. Well, in the Alchemist team, you're basically playing a goal scoring team that gets to splash an incredible amount of violence. And there's really no cost to doing so. No, exactly. I mean, he, he's just he's so self, uh, sus- self, uh, not sustaining, but like he he doesn't need any setup compared to other like uh, if you want to compare to like Sledge or any beater in the uh, in most of the other teams, like you'll need to set up a tool up or uh, some other buff uh, on that player before it goes beat down, beating down but uh, Vet Catalyst he puts out his own poison I mean yeah but it's also there's also this I mean if he ever hits ground pound on more than one model you're in flavor town right like you're good yeah but like if you look at him and compare him to someone like a gutter right who's a or you know a thresher thresher doesn't really count but someone who does like Scything blow or some sort of sweeping charge or something like that that does hits multiple models. Um, if you have one model poisoned and then you attack another model, you don't really need that much to be able to hit. You're doing four, six, eight damage per attack. Yeah, which is pretty upsetting um, if you're the opponent. Um, oh, oh, because of that, uh, the the external combustion uh, combustion damage is so good. The burst of fumes, external oh, combustion uh, yeah. on a regular catalyst, which is also yeah. a great ability. And one of the sad things to me as someone who likes alchemists, like I really like regular catalyst, but you just there's no reason to ever play him right now. Well, I found some use to him though, because uh, if you're kicking, you can kind of kick with him he's already on fire so you can use that fire 
to jumpstart Cammy. So she'll eat that fire, uh, jump in base with him, and then you get like an extra six inches of move almost to go and score if you kick. Right. Yeah, I mean, but in the long run, he won't do as much as that catalyst. Right. But it, like, if you want to still have friend at the end of the day, it could be an option to. He's to go not with. bad at playing the ball, kind of. Like, I, I don't have his card. I can pull up his card. Um, let me see here. Great radio. <laughs> yeah, like you know, uh, I was just well, looking I, to I, see I, where I, his tackle was. His tackle's on two. I'm know, doing the same. He's so. tack eight. <laughs> when he's got on fire right so you know he's not terrible like as a ball player you know if you're playing him in a very ball focused team and you want to just play that kind of game like he's a six eight he's got tack eight he's got a low tackle you know not unreasonable um but it's hard to play him right now yeah um, because the other one is so good the other one is so good and <laughs> And Lure of Gold works so well on Catalyst, right? Yeah, it does, huh? You know, we've been, I've been messing around a little bit with, um, with playing, um, a lineup that kicks off with Midas, Mascot. We'll talk about Mascots in a minute, but Midas, Mascot, uh, Cami, Crucible, um, Venon, and Vetcat. And you put four on Cami, you put three on, uh, Vetcat. Put six on Midas, the other three models get nothing. <laughs> and then when you kicked off with those models, you just go with three models in a row that do nothing. Your opponent has nothing to do but like kick the ball around. And then your last two activations are going to be Midas with six on him, so he can move Catalyst wherever the hell he wants. And then Catalyst, who's just going to hit whatever the hell he wants. And you're going to generate a billion momentum if they move anyone even close to your team. So... And your your odds are you're gonna jail that model as well, if... or you just like have laid out a bunch of models, whatever it is that you've done. Yeah. Uh, if they put anyone close enough to Midas that he can just go get them and taxi them back, it's like okay, like you just you just hit that push dodge like three to four times, yeah. And then it's like you've moved them four inches back into your team, generated four momentum. Like it's it gets a little silly, um, and set them on fire and poison them. Of course. So, you know, <laughs> it's just ludicrous. Um, you know, so I just think it's it's hard, right? Because that team sort of right now is is sort of based on what he's doing and the threat that he's kind of. Yeah, and the thing is, if the other if your opponents start to try to deal with him, well. It's fine, like farm momentum and everything, and just try to kill him. He's two one, and you knock him down. You'll get bunch of dice, but while you you're doing that, the rest of my team will go score. Yeah, so like, I'll be up on points. You know, it's like okay, Crucible's gonna go over there. Great balls of fire, or something. Have the ball. Like if you use Flask, like all right, I'm gonna give a free character play to her. She's going to do this. She's going to acrobatic. She's going to do this. And oh, by the way, now you can't clear any of these conditions that I just put on you. And she could acrobatic for free if you steal a condition as well. So That's true. Like, she's three influence, but... Yeah, she that, can that's, spend like six. Yeah. that That's that's what I like about the, uh, the Alchemist right now. It's like the condition minigame to try to set up as much condition and know 
decide which one you want to remove to do other character plays with the the rest of the models. Yeah. Like I really like that sub mechanic kind of uh like the um, harvest markers a bit for the farmers or a little bit, you know, having this kind of like the team is kind of based around this idea that you get power by setting them up by doing conditions. Exactly. And it carries through all of their models except veteran catalyst who sets himself up <laughs> and that gets his own power which is like okay like whatever um uh, no, there, there, there's no downside uh, downside no. to take him really like and like there, if the guy person's if the person's conditioned you're like all right well i've got momentous three on one <laughs> so it's like um okay i've t- well uh, i've eight inches of walking threat to hit whatever I want. So it's exactly. like, he's just, he's really annoying. Um, and I mean, even with like, with tech eight, even if you're crowded out by two models or two models on the four one, there's still a good chance you're going to hit that third column and get a momentous two. So, which goes up to a four. Yeah. So, yep. Like he's good. Um, I don't think anyone's arguing with that. I mean, look at oh. look at what he did. At, or not he, but look at what people... Now, okay, there's some selection bias here, but at WTC, we saw Alchemist had the highest win rate, and it was like 75%, um, which is... It's out of control. Um, now, a lot of good players chose to play him. Or not him, but the team. The team that is based around Fet Hat. But... Um, and I'm not complaining. Like I'm not here saying like he's breaking the game. Um, I think that Guild Ball has this interesting thing where there's always been cycles of something that's a little bit too good. I, I can't remember the last time the game was in a state where something wasn't just a bit too strong. Um, maybe the end of Season 3. Um, there's stuff that was a little too weak, but there wasn't much that was too strong. Um, season 4 kind of blew that apart, but... yeah. Um, <laughs> But since season four started, which is over a year now, so it's been something that's out there. Well, uh, they're trying to uh, to adjust, but some things some things are like over adjusted, and uh, just to bring them to uh, a nice play rate, probably or more. Well, uh, I mean, I, I I understand like they don't want any model to be useless, right? But Sometimes, like some models become obvious choice. Like Vetcat is one of them, and uh, before in four point one, uh, Vetbor was another of those models. So yeah, um, it's very much. You see it a lot more in captains, right? If the captain is too good, um, you can see a lot of captain. Um. So, well, you know, the bear was similar to that at yep. the beginning of season four. Yeah, so. and the bear was too good, and vet boar was too good, and vet cat is too good, and we'll and see cat what happens vet... eventually. Yeah. Um, that being said, I don't think he's unbeatable. Obviously, um, I think no, because he, like we said, he has weaknesses. He's two one, so. If you want to try to farm momentum out uh, on him, it's quite easy. I mean, he's uh, got that uh, um, ability that poisons you and does damage, but 
it's not yeah. that big a deal, right? Like, well, it's it's similar to uh, Pelage, except she, or it's only three damage, but and no condition. But still, it does damage you if you your engager at the end of the uh, of your activation. Yeah, but the thing is, he's a two one, so it's like yeah. it's not going to take more than one, it's not going to take more than one or two activations to kill it, right? So it's not like you know he's still got that that problem that he's always had, which is once you engage with him, if he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, he then dies. And you yeah. give up a bunch of momentum. And he's fast enough that he comes back on and can still be relevant, but it could be a problem. Um, so. Yeah, because after that, like you're going to be really running after momentum to try to catch up with uh, your opponent after you farm like five or six out on him. Right. So. Right. And, you know, so. A lot of the best ways to use him involve you kicking. Well, if you're you got a fifty, well, depending on who you're playing, you've got a fifty percent or probably less. Like major guilds have less than a fifty percent ch- chance against any random team to win the die roll at the beginning. Um, you know, if everything is equal and everyone's playing a very like a fairly yeah. even rate, you're going to hit minor guilds, and they're probably going to go first. There aren't many minor guilds that I would worry too much about right now, um, you know, because they're not they're not all the best, uh, and I think that alchemists have a lot of answers to most of them. Um, well, I, I've played a couple of games against Cook uh, in two tournaments, the last two tournaments. We can talk about that later on, but uh, Cooks can delete uh, your player with uh, intimidation and. Like it's, they're kind of squishy. Like, sure, they're going to beat them after you scored, so you're up, you're trading uh, two points for four points, mm-hmm. but you still have to be careful because yeah. your squaddy will die. It's kind of funny because intimidation is actually the worst models to hit with intimidation are two defense models because all you get is an extra die. And then it's like, okay, it's an extra die. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. But it's not as good as hitting something that has five defense and then all of a sudden has four. Like, Yeah, Cammy tends to die. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I guess, the balancing point. And that's why, like, as egregious as Catalyst is, it doesn't feel like the end of the world because the rest of that team just folds. They are so soft. They are so easy to kill. Um you hit any of them with a two-inch melee beater, and they will die, and you can do nothing about it. Um, it is easy to kill Midas if you get a hold of him. Yeah, um, it's super easy to kill Cammy. It's super easy to the Crucible is just Cru- Crucible is just, just like yeah. a wet paper bag. Yeah, exactly. Because um, yeah, for zero and just like fourteen health, I mean, she's gonna die. She's gonna die. Um, and so you know, I'm not. There are a lot of teams that are capable of fighting alchemists on the ways that alchemists try to play. So they're not like the most broken thing in the world. Well, at the same time, Catalyst is very good and probably should be toned down somehow. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and talk about nerfs. It's kind of irrelevant, but they'll fix it. They'll do something... they have a history of fixing things that are over the, uh, over the curve. So yeah. I can't, it's kind of easy to predict that he's 
he's on the watch list. He's on the Santa's naughty list yeah, for Christmas. He's, he's definitely on some sort of no fly list. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I think the team is in a good spot, and I'm glad that you're enjoying them. Yeah, well, it's it's quite different, and I'm trying to really play them. Well, most of the time, I, I managed to do three goals because uh, with Midas, you can score from almost anywhere much. at some point. Yeah, with six six influence, he's so mobile, so it's really. And but it, sometimes it takes a lot of clock, so I'm still having a a bit of a time adjusting and learning how to use my clock correctly because mm-hmm. I'm not used to uh, do all crazy goal runs and uh, and things like that. I'm still struggling to find um, how to use vitriol uh, because mostly I try to stay her, stay, uh, keep her in the back and then I don't have any condition to feed her so she can't really charge for free. Yeah. So she, she lose her efficiency because she's only three influence. So if you don't have any condition, then you need to spend like two to charge or sprint and attack. So that's two. And then you're left with only one to try to score. So I, I, that's, that's one of the model. I, I still struggle to use a bit. Yeah. But model that surprised me a lot was on the mascot uh, front. Because at first, um, when you look, I mean, uh, Flask look well, look not uh, uh, looks, but is reliable. I mean, he's there. He's gonna give you a free character play. It's it's more free influence for your other model. He could provide a cloud as well if you need cover and stuff like that. Like he, yeah, he's mandatory with smoke. Like yeah. you play yeah, yeah, you, you, you play him with smoke every time. But um, I, that's what I—that's what I played in the first uh, like five or ten games. But recently, uh, in the last uh, five, five, ten, five games I played, I've tried uh, Naja, and I was really pleased with the snake. I mean, Naja's pretty good. Um, wow, two-inch like, melee, unpredictable hypnosis, poison, hypnosis, feral, like. Does a lot of good things. Um, people kind if, of underestimate. Yeah, I, that's what I feel because uh, most of my opponents were qu- quite surprised when I brought the snake instead of uh, flask. And hypnosis on models like uh, spice and windows really reduce their um, yep. efficiency, and it's kind of helping you to control them and or even like protect- a vet cat or any model that has less than. You know, three. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Rage, so. Any of those models that you know, want to be really efficient. Well, now yeah, they're it's not. Kinda, or uh, just uh, um, breaking a bit of uh, slowing down the goal run as well. Because if you have the ball, try the other uh, your opponent's trying to like you check their influence, and you know they might be short if they fluff one of their uh, attack to tackle or you get a good counter and you're, you're tackling back or something like that, then they can end up short because they had to spend two influence for their, that first attack. So yeah, I, I was really impressed. And of course, like you said, two inch measuring a predictable movement. It's quite a good ball, uh, older if you want, if you need it. But since you score so quickly with Alchemist, I've never found the use to hide the ball 
most of the time it was my opponent trying to hide the ball so I couldn't retrieve it and go score again. Yeah. Also, Nausea is a very underrated just kind of run at the enemy. You've got Feral, right? So you can make that free attack. Um, but also, like, you provide a gang up um, or crowd out. Uh, also, if someone's just going to walk out of your easy zone, like, they don't have the ball. You have no knockdown. Who cares? But you can still do a damage to them and put poison on them. That's just free. Where you just like, yeah, right, exactly. Whatever. Um, I'll do a couple damage for free and get you poisoned to put a condition on there. Um, you know, if people spend influence attacking, you're five zero. Like, okay. Like, you know, you're probably going to spend more influence than it's worth to kill this thing. And, and since, yeah, you have test subject that kind of like right, test subject yeah that's the one to the the attack or character play so right. you don't really need to put influence nope. uh on naja to be relevant so that's another uh, character uh model that used the mini game of uh, condition to uh fuel itself so. yeah and i think that like alchemists are generally well designed they all kind of do th- things to work together um i still I miss kind of what Midas was. They kind of changed... They didn't just change his power level and kind of redesign him, but they changed, like, what he was. He used to be very adaptable and very, you know, buffed himself in various ways, and he had... He'd give himself extra damage, and, you know... I mean, I'm, oh, not, even ta- uh, I'm yeah. not talking about true replication. That had to Yeah, that was going to no, say, no, are no, you missing no, true rep no, from no, season no, no, one no. as well? No, that's not why I... That's not what I liked. I liked being able to be, like... I can flex into doing damage or being a goal scorer or whatever. Um, well, kind of uh, how uh, Nomad is now with uh, the roulette ability. Yeah. yeah. So my, that might just add that before yeah, in as a, season one and two. Yeah, as a heroic. Um, and it was really yeah. good. And then they made it very absurd in season three um, because he did a two-inch dodge and got an armor, which was yeah. like, woof. Okay. Um five one, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, doesn't really feel fair. Um but um yeah, I mean yeah, alchemists. <laughs> but I'm enjoying them, even though uh, I feel like I'm playing the flavor of the month a bit, but not not much player uh, people play them here. But I think, like, uh, if you see, you check on Longshank, they're getting more and more rep in tournament everywhere now. Yeah, Beard Minis does that um, meta breakdown every week. Um, the meta swing. Yeah, and they are definitely on the positive end of that swing. Um, and I would play them, but, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I'm trying just to stick to one team. I think I've kind of played my way through all the things i'm interested in playing in this game over the years um to the point where i'm kind of settling down and just trying to stick to one sort of corner so uh speaking of the team you're playing uh did you see the um rescope of the alchemist do you have any thoughts on the alchemists uh, the, engineers. Sorry, engineers. Engineers. Sorry. I, I mean, I have thoughts. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Positive thoughts. <laughs> they're okay thoughts. Um, I mean, the thing is, there wasn't too many resculpts. Um, I personally don't like that pin vice. Um, I know a lot of people do, and that's great. And I think that um, 
there's always going to be models that people it's just a matter of taste right yeah um so i don't love the pin vice i think the velocities are both better and look like they won't fall apart at every opportunity um and hoist that, looks good as well did they actually resculpt hoist i think it's beefier yeah okay cool i'm it, never it gonna looks, play him so whatever yeah it looks a bit beefier actually i think he looks exactly like the um iscari team they did uh, oh, when okay. they did the uh, homeland cup just no shorts and sweater yeah, exactly um that's a better look um and then uh, colossus i'm not a fan at all it's like they saw someone do a locus colossus mashup which is like a it's like a good looking conversion. I've seen a couple of them. Um, and then they're like, what if we did exactly that, but made it look like there was a guy inside that suit. And I was like, cool, whatever. Uh, uh, like, I don't like it. There's three, um, there's two other Colossuses, both of which are better. Um, yeah. The, the minor one is excellent. I find. Yeah. The minor one is great. I haven't painted it cause I have a metal one that's painted. So it's like, whatever i've got this one that hasn't broken yet so i just haven't got around to painting it um so they're fine it's 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 one of those things that it's like i'm glad the resculpts exist because i'm glad people can get what they want um well it means the model are finally available for people who wants to jump on them right um yeah there's there's model availability is good um uh personally for me right now it's like i'm not looking to rebuy things i already own yeah like it's just there's no reason to do that um i still have to paint my mule and fisher but other than that i've got all the engineers and miners painted so it's like what am i gonna i don't need this um which is fine like it's not for me it doesn't need to be for me not everything needs to be for me um (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that more people will get to play them. I'm sure more people will still not play them for whatever reason. Um, despite the fact that they have one of the most solid, exciting lineups um, that does uh, really cool things. Um, and one of the great squaddy around as well in the Nomad. They have Nomad, who I love uh, deeply. Um, but, like, even Nomad has a lot of... Nomad kind of does everything. Um, I kind of play this game in a way that's a little seat of my pants. Um, you know, I, I sometimes am a little loosey-goosey, and having a model that can kind of just do whatever is really beneficial um, because it means that, hey, if I haven't pre-planned exactly what he's going to do, you I can adapt. really adapt to what ever needs to get done. Um, and... Yeah, that. If there's one problem with engineers right now, it's that Spade is too good, probably. Uh, well, there's two problems: Spade is too good, and then Ballista and Pinvice are not good enough. Yeah. Um, and I don't know exactly. Like Pinvice just needs a better playbook, and maybe some rethink on her design. Ballista just needs a tiny bit of something. I don't exactly know what. I'm. I couldn't tell you. Um just a tiny little bit of something um just something to be more exciting maybe it's not even being exciting it's it's more just like when the gun line engages he can hit pretty good but not 
quite good enough. He needs to be just a yeah. little bit better at hitting things. Um, I don't exactly know where you would improve it in his playbook, but um, he's just just about there. Um, and of course, like I don't think Hoist very good. I don't think Locus is very good. Um, well, David Cameron would uh, argue against Locus yeah, I mean, being good. He's wrong, but that's I fine. Know. He's the only person who likes Locus. So. I mean, I've tried. It's it's whatever. At least you tried. Yeah. I mean, it's like you can't kill him, but then what? So you, he's there. He's I, well, there. it's a nice model, though. It's yeah, it's fine. Like it's a good model. It's he's beefy. He takes some space on the pitch, and then you're like. And then they just went around him and did whatever they wanted anyway. Because um, he's, a, he's an obstacle you move around. Yeah, it's like gravity well works if they end engaging him, but they don't need to engage him because he's got a one-inch melee zone. Like, it's not like Kraken where it's like, I actually need to do something about this goof. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. Um, but the team has such good squatties at the top end that you don't even... like. I don't even bring like the last tournament I played I, I ended up winning uh, I played five models the same in every game I played Rivet I played Mother Colossus um, who were the other ones I don't think I played no I think it was Ratchet and Spade and then three of those games I played Nomad and one game I played Salvo <laughs> that was it um, and I don't feel like I was missing anything so, you know, the, the team's depth is is there. Like, Harriet's pretty good. Um, Velocity's obviously good. But I they, think, like, I'm at the point where I just bring, like, I'd probably, if I was writing a list right now, I'd bring two captains because Ballista's good in a couple matchups. And then two mascots and eight squaddies. And I probably wouldn't even play all eight squaddies. <laughs> or might as well, right? Like, I'm not going to play Hoist. I'm not going to play Locust. I'm probably not going to play Vet Velocity. But they're painted, so might as bring, might as well bring them to, to complete the team on your tray. Uh, I, I mean, I have a tray that fits exactly twelve models. So, um, I mean, I'll bring them, but I'm just saying I don't need to bring. No. I don't need to bring all the squatties that I'm just never going to play, um, and I think that's fine. I think it's sort of a testament to the power of Rivet because she kind of powers up that team in a way that is it's like whereas on Catalyst like like compared to the last model we were talking about that was strong you talk about Vet Catalyst it's obvious why he's so strong um, and it's obvious the couple areas that you could tone down you can see it right because he does this thing and it makes sense but Rivet has like all these very straightforward abilities that just go together really well um and so, like, if you knocked any of them down, she'd end up feeling bad. Um, so, I th- well, there's a couple of things like Toe could be a bit toned down to be only one model, probably. Or something like that. Pro- that's probably that's probably the only thing that I think would be meaningful. And like, but here's the thing: when I'm playing her, like, I was doing not every game, but pretty much every game, I'd kick off with Colossus. And then I'd put three on Rivet, or two on Rivet probably even. And she would tow Spade, and she would tow Nomad. And, like, Ratchet doesn't need to get towed. 
he just walk wherever he needs to go. He's like the last one in the line anyway. Spade doesn't really need to get towed. She can go everywhere anyway. At that point, you're like, okay, I'm not towing Colossus because he's up ahead of me because it's that's the only way to get him with his big base really up in a place where he can be meaningful on turn one. So you're towing whatever your other model is. That's the really the only important one. So it's like, yeah, you could nerf it, but it's it would be that bad. Like when they nerfed from tack six on everyone Two. down to plus one yeah. tack. Um, yeah, you don't see a lot of you wouldn't see a lot of velocity plus spade, um, which was really the big thing that got hit. But you're still going to see spade every game, even though she's five instead of six. Yeah, and then you just really replace, good. yeah, and then you have Nomad in there, who's now a seven. <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> excuse me, um, it doesn't feel so bad. So it's like, you know, they'll adapt. Like Rivet is just going to, players of Rivet like me are just going to adapt to the slight changes because they, they can't make big changes to her or she'll just suck. Yeah. So. I don't know, but I find that team enjoyable. It's like very much about positioning. It's very durable um, and fast. Like people don't people look at Colossus and like it's a fifty mil base. And you're like, yeah, and he's six eight, and he's got light footed. <laughs> like he can be all over the place. He's yes. so fast, um, and and you're like, oh, okay. Like and he's a four six kick. Like, you can score goals with him. Yeah, exactly. The 4-6 <laughs> kick is, like, icing on the cake because he's fast and he could go score. I mean, especially uh, when I played him in minors with uh, yeah. uh, Fisher doing some... Um, uh, with uh, You're coming with me. She was able to bring him and he was, with the big base, he was extremely fast and he was relevant to score. Yeah, and he... And, and it, you know, I think that it's interesting in minors because it's like you want to you're coming with like and this is sort of a digression but i also am like i'm kind of restricting myself to playing engineers and minors so talking about minors is kind of in the same vein um you you want to you're coming with me on every model like except probably the mole like that's the only digger's the only one you don't want to bring with you um so it's like with Colossus not having secret tunnel, it's like, uh. but the thing is, like, as I've played more games, like Fuse is a good model that isn't super useful. Like, he doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel bad to play him. I just don't think he has a niche that makes a lot of sense right now. Uh, I don't know if you found that when you were playing them. Well, well, uh, well, I played them uh, in uh, uh, the Pete Williamson Memorial that. Uh, I ran in Montreal. I played. Yeah. I decided to play um, the minors. Yep. And I played it most of the time, but um, I play him where uh, people try to like. If I know, like, they're gonna try to boot the ball away and stuff like that because he's good ball retrieval from afar. Yeah. And because he has the. Uh, uh, he can place and everything, so I find him more mobile than uh, uh, Salvo is. So the down, <coughs> excuse me. The downside is his long range kick thing. Can't kick it to himself. 
Yeah, I know. And he can't intercept the ball either. Um, so he can't kick it over his base um, because he can't intercept a ball that you kick to yourself uh, unless it lands, you know, obviously within an inch of him. Um, so it's a little awkward on that point. Um, Salvo's pretty Salvo's pretty mobile, but he does need to hit things to do so. Um, and I guess Salvo's biggest problem, uh, especially in minors, he has the same problem in engineers, but it's especially in minors. He's just an influence hog. Um, it takes a lot of influence to make him do what you want him to do. Yeah, exactly. So if you can just be a support there uh, doing the heroic to do a, a character play for free. But if you want him to be relevant and try to do uh, to bug down the other one with uh, some arrow to the knees and range knockdown, then all of the sudden you're putting four influence on him. So yeah, um, and th so that's four influence that you don't have on uh, to place on Colossus or uh, Spade or Fisser. So yeah, so you know it can be a little tricky um, to get everyone fed on that team. Um, Yeah, I feel like the the most natural lineup for me is like it's it's just dropping Salvo and dropping Fuse and then playing the three big bases. Um, that feels like the most natural thing to do with them um, because you have you know uh, what's his name Shaft and and uh, Spader there to get your goals. Yeah, and then you have Fisher and Mule to you know control things and you have colossus to kind of do either but mostly be kind of a melee support piece with singled out and the knockdowns and all that stuff um so you know and colossus is once he gets a ride like you only really need to hitch a ride with fisher once and then he's yeah Then he's, he's going to be where he needs to be, and he doesn't need to do it again. Um, yeah, he's he's going to be in the melee, and you're going to be safe after that. Yeah, um, you know, he's a lot better when he has protect those close, and he's sturdy, and you just can't do anything to him, <laughs> um, which is very nice. And he's attack six. Uh, I was playing a game in that tournament. I won the the finale. I was playing against Shane uh, Shane Walker from um, Kitchener. Um, good player. Uh, One day he'll beat me, but not yet. Um, <laughs> just rubbing it in. Um, and we were both playing. We weren't playing exactly a mirror match. He was playing Salvo and I was playing Nomad, but I think otherwise it was the same list. Um, and it came down to he whiffed one roll and left my rivet on one HP, and I was able to go first the next turn and kill his rivet. Um, and then he killed my rivet, but... When Rivet dies, it's like, oh man, now I feel like normal again. Yeah, I feel normal again. <laughs> This is gross. Um, yeah. Sometimes when you're playing minors, it's like, ugh, Colossus is attack five? Well, um, you know, you're not just like, oh, I'm going to hit unexpected arrival, no problem. You know, I oh, get to charge to... for free, and all my results are momentous, and I'm tooled up. Like, Oh right, yeah, he's ch a... charging for free must be really fun with him because I've never experienced that since I don't play uh, engineers and I only have miners. So yeah, Ratchet yeah. is. Let me put it this way: Ratchet is a model that, while he's easy to kill, uh, his playbook is actually deceptive because he does two damage on two hits. Um, as I think so, he has a good result on two, 
that you wouldn't expect them to have. Um, let me see. This is me looking at my phone again. Because, uh, you know, radio. He's got two damage on two hits. And he's got a momentous two on three hits. Which is like, whatever. You're playing with Rivet. You're probably going to hit one of those. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the momentous two also is a push. Uh, so he's not a slouch in that result. But everything on his card is amazing. He is just like, you know, Fixer is great. Fixer. Yeah, Overclocked. It's, it's free. Fixer's free. Overclocked, amazing. Blast Earth, really useful when it's useful. Long Bomb, useful when it's useful. Tooled Up, obviously useful. Everything on his card has a use. And it's just like... I don't always want to put him on my list because he's like not the most proactive player. Um, but at but the same time, he's just like... He'll be relevant. You put one game. influence on him every turn. He tools something up. He stands something up. He puts overclock on probably Colossus. And then Colossus is amazing. Um, you know, you know, of course. <laughs> you kind of, you know, if you do the turn where you're like, okay, Rivet is going to put Elbow Grease on Colossus. And then Ratchet walks up and he puts overclock to tooled up on Colossus. Well, now you've got a model that's going to charge for free have momentous damage results that do plus one damage and his damage track is one damage on one and then two damage on two and he skips a column i think he skips a column uh, then it's three on yeah uh, then it's uh, three three on four. four three on four and f- four on five sorry he yeah. skips column two so it's one on one two on three three on four four on five you make those momentous I mean, if you wrap, like if you get that charge and you wrap, you're like, I'm going to do six momentous damage. I'm going to do six damage, double momentous. And your opponent will be like, what? Yeah. Uh, sorry. F- sorry. That's tooled up. So you're doing eight damage, double momentous. And your opponent just goes, excuse me. Um, you know, if you wrap to the two, you're like, I'm knocking you down and doing six damage. Or you do a singled out. And you're like, okay, I'm going to counterattack. You're like, well, I'm stoic and sturdy. So go ahead. <laughs> please, by all means. Or even if you're just stoic, like you know, like whatever. Um, he's a two-inch melee. Like he's great. Like I, I love that, that, that dumb Beefy play. Mug. I love just being like, I'm just gonna hit you really hard, and we're just gonna dance around, and you're gonna be really scared of this model, and you're not gonna put anyone within ten inches of him, and then space just gonna go score because you have no one threatening any of my models because you're so scared of this guy. Um, so. I think it's very similar to how alchemists play uh, yep. with VCAT. Like, you know, you're just like, you're so scared of Veteran Catalyst that you just, so the rest of the scoring models can go score. Except exactly. engineers aren't going to fall apart if you attack them because their whole thing is just they can take a hit. Because everybody's measuring 10 inch from uh, VetCat to be yeah. sure. Uh, same yeah, thing. Like, I want to be, yeah, and they have the same distance. They, they behave very similar ways, they just do it a bit differently. Um, because you know, obviously, Catalyst does all of that damage unbuffed, um, which is the primary difference. Yeah, the other uh, Colossus needs some setup, at least. Just at least, at least Ratchet. So. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we glance around it. So I, I did the oath, uh, the first time I did it, uh, Pete uh, Williamson uh, tournament style in Montreal. It was pretty fun. Uh, it's fun because it runs fast. 
Yeah, there's no <laughs> drafting. There, there's no drafting, so it cuts down a bit. Like it's not much, I mean, but it's like five, ten minutes depending on the games. Yeah. Like, so uh, over three rounds means you saved up uh, almost uh, forty-five minutes for your during your day. So that's that's pretty nice. Half an hour, forty minutes. Yeah, it does that. Uh, the the only downside I think, and I you know as the originator of the Pete Williamson Memorial, um, as I like to say, and will claim it every opportunity. Um, the the only downside to that event is if you bring a bad list and you realize it after game one, <laughs> yeah, the rest of your day is not going to be great. And that's what happened when I ran the first one. <laughs> I brought a bad list and was like, oh, uh oh. And uh, it did not go well, uh, but that's okay. Um, so, and in that format, I think it's a a, f- a fun format for uh, minor guilds to be not on the disadvantage and more on the same level as other guilds because you're not uh, disadvantaged by having only one captain and mascot because everybody is on the same page as you are. So They have a few more options coming into the event, so they get to really pick the list that like suits what they think the, um, the meta is going to look like, and, and they can say, like, oh, I think I'm going to be playing a lot of these kind of people. So like they have a few options to tailor um, a bit deeper, a little bit deeper. Um, but once you get to the table, obviously you can't, you know, you can make a better all-comers list in a way oh, yeah. um that being said i think that gets negated pretty quickly when you come to the table and you're getting plus one still God. to win the <laughs> kickoff roll and extra card um that benefit feels extra good in that format because yeah. you know they don't have a choice they can't tailor the list if you're playing something like miners and you're playing a really skewed 3-0 fast list that they maybe aren't prepared for and you get to choose if you want to go first or kick off. Like, well, it's mostly like you can counter and decide to take a close control, a close control model that you didn't think you would need every game. Unless you're so, playing uh, engineers, and then you've just brought probably two or three close control models anyway. Oh uh, yeah, because, <laughs> because all you your models choice. practically have close control. <laughs> um, you know, which is so there, there's some stuff like that that you can't tailor on the spot that helps you a bit depending on yeah the, and like the you guild. know if you're if you're playing you know alchemists or whatever you can't be like ho ho i'm gonna take benediction and like suck it um <laughs> you know if you're playing you're not gonna be like oh this is the one matchup where i want to play what's his face harrow right you know maybe you don't bring harrow because you're like <laughs> i'm not i'm only maybe i won't play alchemist maybe i won't play a team that's gonna spread around a bunch of damage and maybe you know because Harrow and like that that aura those auras are are much better when you're not focusing down a target because if you focus yeah. down a target it doesn't it's not as effective it, as if you're it's not gonna two two more HP won't matter much not as much but if you know you're like I poisoned half your team and then they're like well I just ignore the poison you're like oh well and even more because uh, you. Um, Farmers will have pick in their lineup as well. So Usually, yeah. So <laughs> they'll remove your conditions. <laughs> yeah. And so, so we were six at that event. I was playing miners. Uh, we had one person on cooks, farmers, mason, 
and blacksmith and one hunter. Okay. So, so pretty uh, widespread. And I think a lot of those teams have pretty good generic lists. Like, I don't think any of those teams is going to be able to say, like, oops, I didn't put a good list. Like, like all those teams have, like, a strong, like, all-comers kind of list. Uh, Miners, yep. maybe this most skewed, because obviously... It's harder to do takeout, so you're... Yeah. Um, more goal-oriented. But... Yeah, I mean, that's just the nature of the team post-nerf. Um but they, you know, they're strong at doing that, right? Like, yeah. that's, they do it well. They still can kind of be everywhere at the same time. Uh, so And Mason can build really good all-round team as well. Yeah, that's kind of their thing, right? Exactly. That's their whole... The Space Marine of Guild Ball. It's not just that. So, I mean, it is, but um, it's more just, like, their players are just generally good. Um, and also like the way that their kind of defensive auras overlap um, kind of puts you in a spot where it's like it doesn't really matter much because you've got all these kind of tools that kind of come for free um, and they all kind of bend how things are working so masons are yeah. pretty adaptable hunters just have good players <laughs> Yeah, you know. exactly. And like, Theron is—I don't know if he, the no, it was Steeljaw. Okay, so, I mean you could. Uh, was, I mean, obviously, uh, Pete did that at second wind. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, was Steeljaw, uh, Fahad, Sina, uh, probably Jcar, Jcar, Egret, Vet Minx, Vet Minx, and probably Egret. Yeah, I mean, it's a good list. Yeah, Egret is another one of those models that. <sighs> So, okay, I'm going to go on a slight tangent about Egret. Um, she didn't need the buff, but no, she got no, one. she did. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Pete, obviously, um, great player. He's been to Worlds. He was second to bots in the in 2017. You know, he's won U.S. Nats this year. Um, All-around good guy. Rest in peace. Um, he has always said, and he's absolutely right, that Egret has been an insane model forever. Um, yeah, and Egret's power has always been: you put the ball on her, and then what? You put two influ- you put two influence on Egret, and you stand her sort of back, and and the, your opponent has no idea what they're going to do. You could go on a goal run, you could shoot a flurry, you could do whatever, you could dodge all over the place, like. And even more with hunters, because with two influence, you could do a blessing on the Sun Father exactly. on Earth. So, like, suddenly she can do the flurry, dodge two, move six, uh, do a snap, snapfire, dodge another two, and then score. She's three eight models. So yeah, and this is all without the buff she got. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which prior. was like, hey, let's give her a tackle push and close control. Like it's like, what? Exactly. Like, like why? And and I think that in the context of Falconers, like it seems reasonable to be like, yeah, you know, Falconers could use a good model, could use a really strong ball holder, etc., etc. Egret solves a lot of problems. But then it's like, in Hunters, it's like, hey, uh, what are you doing? Um, why did you buff one of the best models on the team? Um, they could have 
did the close control or buff on Matagi or something like that because he's not really used as well. So <laughs> and Egret was more used in Hunters. Yeah. You put close control on Matagi and then it's like, okay. Sure. <laughs> you know, he's a five oh, he's got seven nine move. Like his tackle's on three because of uh what's it called? Uh, far strike yeah far strike yeah um but it's kind of like what's up with that um if you're gonna give her a tackle dodge just don't give her close control come on um, <laughs> yeah but she's only one inch melee uh, oh yeah uh, right yeah uh-huh <laughs> she is only a one inch melee yeah um, exactly <laughs> With Swift Strikes. true. With Swift Strikes. And, you know, player with Scatha. And it's like, oh, I've got this tackle pull dodge. And now it's a tackle triple dodge uh, on one hit. And I've got an eight inch kick. Because, you know, whatever. Um, so, you know, cool. Yeah. Cool model uh, you got there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. So that's the list he brought for the the event. I, I don't remember. A, I think it's a fun list. Yeah, well, it's pretty balanced, and like you can take down anything you want with that. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, personally, I still like Theron. Um, he does. He's he fits what I want to do, right? Which is be super adaptable because he literally does everything. Um, he has every rule in the book on his card, practically. Like, he's got pushes, he's got dodges, he's got non-momentous results, he's got character plays at target, he's got a heroic play, he's got everything. And know. he puts snares. And he snares, and he puts down the forest, whatever, right? So he does a million things on his card. Um, but Steel Show's also really good. Yeah. And uh, the other event uh, I went uh, since uh, last we recorded was a tournament uh, last weekend in uh, Ottawa. And I brought the Alchemist and I won the event. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. So I faced, I, I faced uh, Cooks. So that's why I, I was telling you earl- at the beginning of the podcast, like, I know that Cooks can beat down the squaddy or Midas as well in the uh, yeah. Alchemist pretty easily. Yeah, and Spice is a dangerous model. To get well, out. that's why I, I was so happy to have uh, Naja to like try to reduce her efficiency. So Yeah, she's still really good. Um, but that being said, problem with any Berserk model is like you kind of have to let them get more than one. Like, if you're careful, you're not going to get... She's not going to get more than one model with all of her damage nonsense. Like, Intensify is not as good when you can only get one model. It's still pretty good, but not as good. Yeah, but it's still rough because, I mean, she's two-inch melee. And, oh, she has a long threat range with uh, all the other uh, buff from the, the rest of the team. Like, yeah, plus, chef uh, special. Uh, yeah, and exactly. So, and. Uh, you have to put your model almost like five inches apart so she won't be able to hit two, depending. It's true. Because it intensifies three inches. So Yeah. I mean, she still has to get you with the fire. Like, does yeah. she do fire herself? She's got whatever it's called. Uh, uh, turn up the heat. I think she has it. I have not played against Cooks in some time. So. Uh, if I remember correctly, she has turn. Yeah, she has turn up the heat. Okay. But I mean, then you're doing. Well, most of the time you'll try to like 
hit it on the wrap. Right, on the charge. On, on the charge. So you'll do the four damage, which is most of the time five because of... Uh, Chef special. Chef special. So it's going to be five plus the momentous turn up the heat. And then on the berserk attack, then you can do... Uh, Double intensify. Yeah. So that's, that's how she gets crazy amount of damage. Yeah. And obviously it's better if she can just walk there, right? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, because you just take your damage, then you then you do your turn up the heat, then you berserk and whatever, right? Like, and then you just get two intensifies, which is pretty good. And there's always the sugar doing the five uh, five damage as well. Yeah, with chili cook off. Yeah, it's pretty rough. And, you know, and then they can go extra far or charge for. I I totally forgot about what's his name, roast. So it just charges for one, right? So yeah, he has the charges for one, and cinnamon has, has the, the two inches of range. Yeah, plus two move. Yeah, I mean, so it's a team that is very. They are extra glass cannony. Like that yeah. team is not long for this world if you really want to fight them um and they do not have good counterattacks. um no they don't have the pushes or dodges to get out they kind or of knocked they, out some of them do but like wellington like i think wellington and roast are the only i guess tenderizer does too but like yeah you can't play that many knockdowns on that team no exactly and pepper does almost nothing so it's like you well, know. Pepper does his feral attack and his assist. Yeah, but without like, without what's it called? Uh, get over here. He's not. Yeah, he's not like just carrying buffs around anymore. It's not like a buff no, order. No, um, no. So. he's not the buff butt. Uh, yeah, so that's um, walking around. I mean, they're an interesting team, I think. Um, but they're very glass cannony. Yeah, if you can absorb a blow. But uh, I, I've I've tried them. Uh, just for fun at one uh, one event uh, because uh, I, I was organizing, so I said uh, I'm gonna just play if there's a buy. Yeah. So there was a buy, so I played and I I borrowed the cooks, and they dish off a lot of damage. But like like you said, once they're engaged, they're doing they're done for. Yeah. Like get V cat onto a bunch of cooks and you're like, oh, by the way, you're all dead now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And my second game was really hard. It was against uh, David Sawyer. And yeah. now he switched from... Uh, he was playing Hunters for a while, and now he's on Farmer. So he was playing Treasure and Peck. And it was quite brutal. Yeah. So for Alchemist, because you just don't get to put condition most of the time. Most of the time. But at the same time, like if that team has a weakness, it's score goals against them. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, yeah, exactly. So you're like, all right, well, I've, I'm the same list I would play against someone who I want to fight. I'm just going to play against someone who I want to score goals on, and they're all a bunch of three O's. So vet cats, like, all right, I'll hit a three O. <laughs> I'll I'll go for ground pound. Yeah, I'll take ground pound, and it does four damage. It's like what? Uh, Everyone gets I, poisoned and knocked down, and it's like. Oh, this is so stupid. I managed to do uh, two goals, and actually, I did two takeouts. I was I did a takeout on uh, Tater, and oh, actually, it was Tater and the mascot. So that's kind of two takeouts, and then I closed the game with a third goal uh, because it was ten, 
for him when I scored my last goal and I was able to score it because I had the uh, get back in there okay. plus two move when you you come back from, yep. uh, from being taken being out. Th- yeah so Kami and Vetcat were taken out so I was able to slide on the side where he had boot the ball to try to kick it uh, to kill it for forgetting that I had models coming back on the board so with that plus two move it really helped me uh to get it in it can't be just pretty fast yeah yeah she she is so i was able to retrieve and score yeah with her and the last game of the day was against uh mason uh, uh were played by spencer watts and he had the uh, hammer prison so it was hammer uh marble uh vet chisel vet harmony uh, he had mallet and granite as well. Yeah, mallet's uh, an interesting choice there. Uh, I think mallet stock is lower than at previous points in the guild wall history. Um, I think it's really hard not to play brick. Like, well, that's what we talk after the game, and he was his last pick was granite, and he he was hesitant to take either granite. Or brick, and after the game, he felt he would have been better with brick than granite. Yeah, than granite. Interesting. But uh, he he had mallet, and mallet was his uh, his other choice uh, just after uh, vet chisel and uh, vet harmony. Mm-hmm. So, so he he was sure to take him because uh, f- the football legend aura to help for kick with. And the uh, mostly for single out to uh, enable Amor even more. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Um, you know, if you can ever get Mallet onto uh, Fet Cat, you're probably in trouble. Oh yeah, it happened yeah. Uh, once. Yeah. yeah, because Vet Cat was really deep in his line because I was trying to uh, keep him busy while I was trying to get the the last goal. Right. So yeah, you did like fourteen damage in one activation. So yeah, it's like oh, that's a lot of momentum. Yeah, um, exactly. So actually, it's probably not because you hitting the top of your playbook. No, as, as a but, mason, there's no momentum there. No, but with uh, wrapping, so yeah, it was able enough. to generate yeah. generate momentum on the wrap. Yeah, doing lower damage, but wrapping yeah. for momentum. Yeah, so. Oh, it was uh, it was a pretty rough game as well. So it was a I mean, fun. They're both time. good players, obviously. Yeah, so. exactly. So it was a it was a fun time, and all piking. Uh, have another event soon. Probably, I'm gonna try to run an event early December because mm-hmm. there might be something new coming to Guild Ball during that period. I mean, I think we know what it is. It's already been publicly announced, right? Yeah, the new cards, the Guild. Uh, what's the name? Guild pl- guild plot card? No, guild deck plans card. Game plans. The plots yeah, were yeah. the old ones. Yeah, um, exactly. So kind of, I'm doing a mash of mash up of the two. Yeah. So yeah, the new deck is coming uh, out on uh, November 29th, and it's on pre-order right now on the Steamforge website. So yeah, I, I hope the uh, I hope the preview starts soon. Well, we had three at Nova, so... Did we? Well, yeah. Were they fully up there? I can't remember. Yeah, at Nova, there was... uh, I don't remember what we talked about them last time we recorded because we did the uh, Nova um, 
wrap up. All right. So. Yes. I mean, that was a while ago, so. Yeah, it was September, so it was Labor Day, so it's been a while. Yikes. And um, we're almost at the uh, U.S. Thanksgiving, so. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm sure that we'll hear more about those cards soon. Yeah, probably soon. And oh, probably. And probably here as well, so. Yeah, I would, I would not be surprised. So I think we've rambled long enough and hope we didn't uh, bore any uh, listener too I much. possibly have bored anyone. <laughs> they so come, thanks they for... come to listen to a nice French-Canadian and an asshole from Toronto. <laughs> uh, what can I say? I, I'm trying to think of like things I can stereotype for Toronto. Uh, center <laughs> of the universe. Um, I don't know. Well, I'm sure people can find some in the comments. So. Hashtag Wexit. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for uh doing this with me kevin and no i hope to speak to you soon i'm sure we'll talk soon so take care geeks bye bye thanks for listening to geeks of the north if you want to contact us you can email us at geeks of the north at gmail.com like us on facebook at facebook.com slash geeks of the north or follow us on Twitter at Geeks of the North. You can follow me, Paul, at PR Filio, Antoine at Eltonio Berg, Steve at B underscore Steve, and if you really feel the need, I guess you can follow Yom. He's at Yomasta. Breaks and outro music by Ladrav. You can listen to them at ladrav.bandcamp.com. See you next time, geeks. <laughs>